Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Scope. And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane. Everybody, welcome back to the scope episode 322. Oh, it just keeps going and going and going, doesn't it? Jared's here, Adam is here. You sound so disgusted. Jeez. Oh, I mean, sometimes you just gotta call it for what it is. That's what I say. Uh, yeah, we are back. Uh, summer still is in full swing. The dog days of summer. That's what I would say. This is dog yeah. days of summer. Woof, woof. Uh, uh, we had a great trivia contest last episode. Uh, this this show, however, however, we're going back to form. We've got some spring and summer tasty treats to try out. So I'm pretty excited to to get into it with Jared and Adam. Just um, I'm, I'm right on it with the dog days. I love it right there. <laughs> so I'm going to let you guys decide what we're going to talk about in the A block. We're either going to okay. talk about TV or thund- breaking Thundercats news. Which would you guys like to talk about? There's breaking Thundercats news? Yes. I mean, I want to talk about TV, but breaking Thundercats news, if it's truly breaking. Adam, what do you I, think? I don't think Adam cares. Uh, well. <laughs> can, can we do both? Do we have to decide? Well, okay. Yeah. So it's like a we'll, Sophie's choice. Do Does the other one get killed? We'll start. We'll start quickly with Thundercats news. Okay. Got um, it. Uh, a company called Super 7 has been making seven inch uh, Thundercats figures for okay. a few years now. They have a style to them, don't they? They have definitely, yes. They're, 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 they're breaking news on Thundercats. I love it. Oh so, wait, there's actually a breaking news logo. Breaking news: Thundercats in the headlines. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, they've they've been releasing a number of these number of these figures over the years, and I think about a year ago or so, they actually released a scaled. Thunder Tank, which is the vehicle that um, the Thundercats drove around in in their cartoon. And this thing was monstrous. Like it, I think it was like three feet long, like Jeez. Four, $350, $400 for this thing. That's well, t- today they just announced Super 7 that they are going to be releasing the Cat's Lair, which is the Thundercats what? base. And so I just got this email and I wanted to go through some of the statistics on it. And then I want you guys to tell me how much you think this is going to cost if you want to buy this thing. I won't hit the pre-order button, but I am looking at the picture. Go ahead. Right. So you need they need 3,000 backers to bring this fortress to life. Um, it's chock full of hidden weapons, special lighting effects, unfolds to reveal a command center, removable control pods, the thunder tank maintenance hangar, hidden weapons room, and so much more. This toy is over 36 inches tall 33 and a half inches deep when open and 53 inches wide when it's open the mighty fortress is scaled to accommodate your thundercats ultimates figures um it's interesting like you know the How back of these of, figures Jeez. yeah when this when this thing opens like the back of it looks like a mountain rather than just like a cheap piece of plastic mm-hmm. um it is amazing uh, this thing is gigantic. Like you look at the scale on it. Uh, they need three thousand, like I said, three thousand people to fund this thing. 
Adam, how much do you think a toy that is that big, you know, requiring essentially a Kickstarter, how much do you think it's going to cost a, a Super Thundercats fan? Uh, unfortunately, I, I saw the price of the um, the Thunder Tank. Okay. So maybe Jared should tank? guess. What was the Thunder Tank price? Uh, $500. It was 500 Okay. So I thought yeah. it was cheaper than that. So the Thunder Tank was $500. Jared, how much do you think the um, Ultimate Cat's Lair is going to cost you if you want it? I'm going to go six forty nine, Bob. Let me look the pre-order button. I'm going to click on it right now. Um, Jared, if you did this, you would win both showcases. Wow. The, cat, the, the Cat's Lair is $650. Oh, my God. That Jared, is that was I impressive. Mean, you know, I actually own one of the Thundercats action figures. I have a lion which, you know, he's was one of my was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid of the 80s. But $650 is like that's almost like buying a PlayStation and an Xbox. That just seems too much. I mean, you really so, have to be a big fan to do that. The figures cost 55 each. Yeah, I mean, they're 50 to 60 somewhere. Sometimes you can find like deals. You'll see them, okay. but. I didn't yeah. realize I had like an Ultimates style of action figure. I was thinking all of their their, their reaction ones, which are very like sort oh. of like Kenner yeah, like, like Star old Wars Star style. Wars. Yeah, yep. So they have their Ultimates one, which are way more poseable, and I'm assuming bigger. Yeah, they they're seven. They're seven like, inches tall. They're okay. They're they're bigger than like the typical Black Series, right? Um, or GI Joes. They're they're a good inch taller, and they're they're very well done. I mean, they look exactly like the cartoon. Um, yeah, they look great. And they've but, got like multiple hands and all kinds of accessories and stuff. Yeah, That's and Super cool. Seven does a lot of these Ultimate figures. I think they do some Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They do an animated style of GI Joe, which are really cool. But they're all like this is Artan. I just found very yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean they're like two hundred fifty dollars to buy the wave, and that's just one wave out of many. So uh, unless you're a super collector with deep deep pockets, it's sort of price prohibitive. But if you're into it, I mean, this these, is your thing. these are for the the adult collector who has money right. to spend. Yeah, I Let's mean, they're real. They're really aiming this towards, uh, you know, Gen Xers that have a lot of disposable income. So there we yep. go. So Cat Slayers out there. I know all of our listeners are going to be uh, pre-ordering that. So this is just a public service announcement, I would say. Uh, topic number two. Uh, we're going to Facebook mid- Marketplace right now to see how much I can snag one of these things for. Do it. Um, question number two, we're about halfway through the summer, summer TV viewing season. Uh, you guys, what's your favorite uh, thing that you've watched this summer so far? We'll start with you, Adam. Oh, don't do that. Jared, we'll start, uh, Jared, we'll start with you. I, uh, Silo. For me, it's season one of Silo on Apple TV+. Plus. Have uh, you, okay, I, Jared, I think you yes. recommended the book to me like forever yep. ago, right? Probably, yep. The show has been good too? I think the show has been really, really good. Okay. I'm 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 very happy it's been that. renewed for a season two. Uh, the show ends a little bit early, a little bit earlier than the first book does, but um, I think it was a good play for the show to end. So uh, very curious where it goes from here. I mean, I kind of know where it goes from here. They have made some subtle changes here and there, but uh, nothing that's too dramatic or anything that I would care about too much. I I thought it was great. Cool. And now I'm liking Foundation season two so far. Uh, I could go I, on. I have lots of Apple TV shows I've loved. Platonic, I liked. Uh, what else? I'm I have a question hijack. about Platonic. We, hijack we started, is good. We started okay. watching Platonic, and yep. um, 
I was just looking for like a, a light show, and it seemed like yep. it was getting serious, like around episode four or five. Does it continue to be serious or funny? Uh, I think it's mostly funny with occasional seriousness. It depends. Okay. When did the vampires come into play? Oh, that's season two. Okay. That Actually, just I started. If, I don't know if they're going to do it. I haven't heard anything about a new season. Uh, the, the show kind of ends with... Uh, if the show ended there, it would be fine. I think it was a satisfactory like, end to a season. Um, and if they get another season, great. But if they don't, then it's also fine. All it's right. nice that Seth Rogen and Rose Byrne just get to have fun. because they're Yeah, fun. just go out and just do what they want to do creatively. Adam, do you want me to go next or do you got something in mind? Um, I think I we're talking just TV shows or like could I mean I, I was thinking t- I was thinking TV but uh, okay yeah, yeah. Know, if, cool. if there's I, something I'll, if there's something that really moves you in, a, in the movie space you can talk about no. that too. Um, I'll say the other two uh, season three yeah. which unfortunately is their last season um, has been fantastic is that the or show you, was you told me to watch Jared yes I've been telling you to watch that several times did okay, you well, you've, so you're finished with it. Adam? Yeah, yeah. What what is I that? I thought the on? finale was really well done. Yeah, and I don't know if they knew or had a feeling that that might be a finale, but it was it felt felt decent, even yeah. if you know after the fact we found out that it was. Is that an HBO you watch, show? You watch. Uh, it is yes. on Max. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jared, you watch Hacks, right? Correct. Yeah, there's. I think there's some similarity, familiarity with like the that those two shows in Broad City. Uh, yep. Maybe they share some writers or, or something like that, but I've, I've liked all those shows just Hacks so is much. Great. Um, I was surprised to find out that Minx, the Minx, is it the, the Minx? Yeah, whatever. The one that was on HBO Max, but is now on Stars. apparently. That's where season two is starting this week. So mm. I don't have Stars, so I guess I won't see it yet. But I thought it was one of those shows that would have been outright canceled by uh, yeah. Warner Media, but I guess they just sold it or they're, I don't know who owns Stars, but anyway. We can get into all of that uh, strike business and all how that stuff. I mean, that could be an entire show if we want it to be. Um, the show that I have loved the most this summer has been The Bear. Uh, I mean, yes. that's just been hands down my my favorite thing. You know, it uh, the first season was fantastic, uh, very stressful and very kinetic. Uh, and I just, you know, I didn't really even know like what they would necessarily do in the second season to top it. And they did. I just think it's better all the way around. The show has heart. Um, it toned back, uh, toned down a little bit of that uh, frenetic pace. And for a while. It, yeah. I mean, and then con- <laughs> it actually gave pretty much every character a spotlight at some point, which was fantastic. Um, I just I, I was so sad when it was over. And I honestly cannot wait to see what where it goes in season three. Do yourself a bit uh, uh, a solid and watch the bear season two if you haven't seen season two yet. But watch the whole thing; it's great. And then at some point, very close to it, watch the menu as well. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> we talked. Good, ab- it's a good pairing. We talked about the menu, and that was a movie that we watched not too long ago, which I think is fantastic, Adam. If you want to go down the, the movie, route, I saw the menu. The menu in, was really in good. <laughs> Surprisingly good, in my opinion. I just I, I came out of it like, wow, this was a fantastic film. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Laser Jared. Mm-hmm. So, guess what, guys? We have got a lot of show to get to. We've covered TV. We've covered Cat's Lair. Um, now we need to cover summer foods. So, how about this? Let's take a break. We'll let Jared do, do some it. talking. 
We'll come back with more Scope Dope or Scope Nope summer flavors uh, right after this. Stick around. Bring it down. Bring it down. We don't have time. We don't have time to listen to that intro too much. We're going to talk about what it costs to make a podcast, folks. It now costs us $20 a month because we're paying for Zencaster because they don't know they don't have a free tier anymore that's worth anything. And we go long. You know we go long. They, we keep, we're going to get through those two hours free. So we have to pay for it. And that means you have to pay for our, this show, right? You want to anyway. You enjoy watching us stuff our faces and hearing us talk about shows we've barely watched. It's, it's the best part of your week on those weeks when we released episodes. Yeah, no, we're infrequent. What are you going to do? We're old people now. This is what happens. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is you. I'm talking to you right there at the end of my finger. You. If you're listening. You can't hear it, but there's a finger pointed in your face, and it's demanding that you go to patreon.com slash the scope show. Wow. It took me like almost 30 seconds before, actually a couple minutes before I mentioned that this was a Patreon spot. Patreon.com slash the scope show. You can support this show. Yeah, you can. You look at that. All the writers and the actors are on strike. We're not on strike. Patreon.com slash the scope show. Help us out. 10 seconds left. Let's see if we can use it all. We're going to use every second because you are supporting us and you demand it of us. Patreon.com slash the scope show. We are back with Scope episode 322. You've been waiting for it. You've been asking for it. Scope Dope or Scope Nope returns. By the so way, let's... if you do want to ask for it, 612-21-SCOPE. Yeah. That is the phone number where you can ask for it by name. I love it, Jared. Uh, summer's here and the time is right for tasting more limited edition food concoctions. This time around, we're all about soda pop, cookies, salty chips, and maybe even a little breakfast snack. So let's get into it. Let's stop messing around. Our first treat we'll be sampling today will be a a summer storm breaking (laughs) over the hills. (laughs) Like how Jared has to explain (laughs) his sound effect. (laughs) Well, not everyone, not everyone can hear it. Fair enough. (laughs) I hope everyone can hear it. Um, Normally, we tend to focus on like the sweeter treats, but this time around, we're going to start with something salty and savory. I'm holding it up to the screen. This is Lay's. Limited time flavor BLT sandwich. Um, hmm. uh, let's read the let's read the marketing text. Lay's BLT sandwich combines the flavors of smoky bacon and tomato in a savory crisp spin on one of America's most beloved sandwiches. I don't know if BLT is a beloved sandwich, but it is. You know, it's out there. The classic, you know? at least. It's classic. I'm gonna so wait till these, you're done, but I've got questions for you. These are Lay's. Um, they are not wavy and i implore you all to immediately do this do the sniff test we've got to smell these to see before if it smells before like I, a blt go ahead Jared. before before i sniff mm-hmm. i i was listening to your intro text mm-hmm. i noticed you called them lays blt correct yeah. sure and then you said they have the, the 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 taste of bacon and tomato yeah they seem to have left the letter out they've got oh, the yes. b yeah they've got the t did they take the L? Yeah, I mean they and, must and leave it at the factory. Maybe the chips are made of lettuce. They're lettuce chips. But like lettuce is does lettuce have a flavor or is it the crunch? You know? Yeah, it's got to be the it, crunch. It has a flavor. Everyone okay. says lettuce and tastes taste like anything. It tastes like lettuce. Okay. Yeah. Describe it's it. It's not a good it thing. Like okay, so 
Jared's sniffing the bag. Adam is sniffing. I'm sniffing. I'm just going to eat this. I, I'm not waiting. I'm hungry. I, yeah, go for it. But I just want you I to get know everything. Zero, I get zero bacon on the nose. I'm just. Oh, I get all no, bacon on the nose. There's no bacon here. Okay, slight bacon as I get in. If I, if I put my maybe nose you need in a whole, little. Maybe you need I a whole this, bag. If I put my nose in the cupola, I get it. All right, here we go. It's good. <laughs> Adam loves it. Hmm. Okay. There's a little bit of a tomato tang there. I don't know if it's like a prominent tomato flavor. No. And the bacon's subtle, too. Okay, the bacon comes in at the end. It's a little more bacon at the end. One more. I'm not getting any L, which I'm thankful for because I don't like L. And honestly, you eat that L, you're just waiting to get food poisoning. I see the articles. E. coli, it's out there. Got to recall all that lettuce. That's why I don't even bother. People say, oh, you want a little crunch. You got a little crunch on your sandwich. Don't you want a little crunch? No, I don't want crunch. <laughs> I got crunch in my tater chips. I don't love tomato on, on a BLT. When I was I a like kid, a, I used to be yeah. a, uh, used to be a BL guy with mayonnaise, BLM. That's what I so used that to was bacon that was back when it was just the Bureau of Land Management. Exactly, exactly. Well, I'm going to kick this off. Uh, I, you know, I love a good laced potato chip. I'm not going to lie; they're solid. And I don't necessarily think that this, uh, if I were to eat it blindly and not know what the flavor was, I wouldn't say, "Oh, this reminds me of a bacon chip," or "This reminds me of a bacon tomato chip." It's like a spice chip that definitely has a little, yeah. a little bit of smokiness to it. Um, and I like it actually. I would give it a scope dope in the sense that it's a good chip that it, it's gimmicky, but it's something that tastes like you would get in a potato chip. Uh, and so for that, I would give it a thumbs up, even if it doesn't quite uh, mimic the flavors of a bacon, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. Adam, what about you? Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Um, it's <laughs> how different it's is this thin. than a barbecue chip? Yeah, you know? it's, it's, like, it's sort of in that in that ballpark, isn't it? It tastes yeah. like a barbecue chip. Yeah, um, you know, which is fine. Right? I mean, everyone loves a barbecue chip, um, yeah. but yeah, I don't really know how it's different. I like how it tastes. Um, I don't usually have potato chips, so this is like a treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so sure, I would eat this anytime, but it is not. B L or T. It's just. I mean, I guess the it's smoky, but the B if the if the B was barbecue, uh, it could just work just as well. Jared, do you agree with that statement? So uh, a BLT connotes uh, the idea of like a an easy to craft sandwich for your lunch break in the in the you know the breezy airy days of summer, right? <laughs> that's how Adam and that's, I often describe. Those it. are that's that's <laughs> that's what I hear. I'm not I'm not a big fan of the sandwich myself, but. Um, I think this fits that bill. Like, I think I've, the the taste profile for me is sort of in the ballpark, but me, actually not even in the ballpark, probably in the parking outside the ballpark of, uh, I think Lay's also makes a bistro blend. Oh, or maybe sure, it's a sure, Ruffles. sure. There is a bistro blend that is a much more robust uh, flavor that is sort of similar to this in my mind. Uh, this doesn't come close to it. This is a very subtle flavor. Not a lot on the nose, not a lot on the palate. You get a, you get that crisp Lay's crunch, um, and it's it's inoffensive. Um, I don't know that I would ever buy it though, so I appreciate you sharing your bag with me. So is it a scope? But it's not bad. 
Would you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down? I would give it a, a soft thumbs up. Yes. All right. So, so we got our first collectively. Winner. Yeah, scope dope. It's dope. Go. Very, very exciting. Well, we'll give it a dope. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's 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 not something that's going to change the world. And but it's not no. like <laughs> an, it's not an offensive. It's not an offensive special flavor. Like you're buying question, it. Just go ahead. Question for me is, is it better to eat these as they are or do I crumble them over a delicious French omelet? A la the bear. Well, Something I mean, think about that's it. supposed to be sour cream and onion. Yeah, but this will do in a pinch if you don't have sour yeah, cream. It and really onion. is. Well, everybody, um, just to make ahead, sure Adam. I'm on the the same page as you, Shane. You said this isn't going to change the world. Are, are we waiting for one of these to qualify to to that level, or, Abs- or what abso- are we? Absolutely. I mean, that's the okay. whole point of why we keep doing this. We keep testing these foods to get one thing that we know is going to create such a shift in the culinary world that uh, we won't know what to do with ourselves. All right. Have I'm ready. Maybe, maybe today, maybe today. Well, our next, uh, our next delicious treat is we're, we're going back to the sweet sodas and Mountain Dew never lets us down this time around. We've got Mountain Dew's purple Baja passion fruit punch. Everybody's got it's their purple. bottle. Um, it's due with the blast of natural and artificial passion fruit flavor. Perfect for a tropical summer. So, as you all recall, we liked the last uh, Mountain Dew flavor that we tried. That summer bomb pop type thing. Summer freeze. So, let's see if One of the uh, ones. this Baja Punch. I just want to uh, let everyone know you should reci- refresh, then recycle. Right. All right. I'm going in. I'm, I'm not doing... 100% that I know what passion fruit tastes like. Yeah. I don't think it's a real fruit. I think it's a made up thing. You think so? Yeah. Passion passion fruit has a slightly sour smell and taste to it, and you can smell it on the drink immediately. Okay, I'm getting a little sour. Have you had passion fruit all yeah. by itself, Shane? Yeah. You've 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 been on tropical vacation, mm-hmm. so I'm not surprised. It's probably at the buffet next to the nachos. Yeah. Okay. A very moderate tartness nothing too bad very sweet very sweet but then these mountain dews do tend to be very sweet yeah i'm not surprised there oh i can enter for a chance to win 500 taco bell gift card well that's a winner well i'll while you guys are sampling i will kick it off i feel like this fruity mountain dew soda could be any number of some of the other fruity ones that we've had right like it's it sort of tastes like it's in that ballpark it doesn't necessarily yeah. stand out we've definitely had worse mountain dew flavors than this but we also have had better it's very middling and i think for me to give any mountain dew flavor a scope dope would i have to it has to pass this test would i have another bottle of it at some point down the line um the the bomb pop one that we we sampled last time around i definitely have had a bottle of that since uh, this I probably would not seek out to buy again. I mean, it's fine, but it's not. It doesn't rise to the top of the the specialty Mountain Dew soda pile. So it's a it's a weak dope note for me. Jared, what do you say? I'm going to have to agree with you. I think that Mountain Dew we've we've tasted a lot of Mountain Dews here, and uh, it takes a certain je ne sais quoi to rise up. I, now, summer freeze. That is probably a top three Mountain Dew flavor for me. That's up there with original and for and spark, which are always available. Summer freeze. I've looked for it. It is no longer available. You cannot get it. 
So I will have to wait until hopefully next summer when it comes out again. You can get it on eBay for hundreds of dollars. Jared, That is not something I'm super interested in. I'm only interested in paying retail. I don't like it that much. Uh, So I'm also a soft uh, nope on this. All right. So uh, Adam's opinion is meaningless, but I still want to hear what he has to say. Uh, I'll just echo what you guys said. It, it you could have enough. told me that this was any other Mountain Dew, or even not if, Mountain Dew. Just you know, yeah. If you had given to the, this to me without the label, I'd, there's no way I would have guessed it was passion fruit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just would have tasted like just, a weird fruity. It's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad at all. It's no, just yeah. like I, my yeah. 280 calories and 73 grams of sugar could go elsewhere. Right, right. I want if I'm going to do that, I'm going to do something I really enjoy. Right. Well, I'm going to have a chip to uh, cleanse my palate, yes, as you do. Mm-hmm. So nope. That's and a we'll nope. Move, we'll move on to the next thing. Certainly not a bad experience if you like passion fruit and you right. want to try out the Mountain Dews. By all means, do so. But that is not yeah. something you're going to need to repeat. Yeah, if you want to try anyway. the summer flavors, if you were to buy this, I don't think that you would cry about it right it's it no. wouldn't be a total waste of money it's just not good it's not the top of their their inspired flavors exactly. uh, but this this next item might be we're going into the cookie world with the oreo cotton candy flavored cream i don't know it's limited edition uh did let's you, read did you write it down or you're just did you, what's going on <laughs> yeah i sort of i sort of fumbled it there jared take a dive into nostalgia Dreaming up old memories of friends and family eating Oreo cookies with a limited edition cookie that is returning to the shelves for the first time in nearly a decade. So uh, this is a okay. newsflash. This is not the first time they've done it. Featuring the same golden Oreo wafer you know and love, these wafer cookies are filled with side-by-side pink and blue cotton candy flavored cream, making them supremely dunkable and delicious. <laughs> supremely dunkable. All so, right. Would you want to expect... We're not I don't understand dunking flavors, right? this in, yeah, in. I'm not dunking. So I'm holding it up. You can see that there is pink on one side, blue on the other. Other. It looks like cotton candy, and it. Okay. It's. I mean, if when I smell individual cookie, it smells more like an Oreo cookie rather than cotton candy, necessarily. I mean, it just smells like the the normal golden Oreo with. Sweet. Yeah, it really does. I'm, imp- I'm impressed that it is a a a two. It's two different applications of cream. Yeah, this is not like a specialized like. Yeah, if you open uh, it up, you can see. Yeah, it's right two different dollops, which you know credit for them. That had to take extra tooling. Yeah. Okay, so let's get in and have a bite. All right. Full disclosure: I like the golden Oreos better than the chocolate Oreos. What the fuck? I mean, I don't. I mean, that's that's, that's sacrilege, but that's awful. Did you did we have the Pop Rocks Oreos mm-hmm. on this? We did, yeah. These mm. taste very similar to that. I'm just gonna go I just need a little cream. I need to isolate that flavor. Jared, we're gonna let you start this off, so soak it in and then tell us what you think. I'm gonna you know what? So I think I think the golden Oreo is a nice it's a nice treat. I will always prefer the chocolate ones more than the golden ones, but these are a nice diversion. Like if you want something a little bit different and you still want that Oreo experience, I think see so got a golden Oreo. That's a good choice. 
I've isolated the cream and I am getting legitimate cotton candy flavor off this. I just expected sugar. Just like, I mean, cotton candy kind of is sugar. So maybe that's just what I'm tasting, but I am getting a, a solid cotton candy experience off of this flavor wise. Um, I do like the fact that there are two separate applications of the cream. Um, this is a thumbs up for me. I'm really enjoying this experience. All right. Well, I'll, I'll jump in next. Uh, full disclosure. I have had these before. Um, so this is not my first experience eating them. And I will tell you that I loved them when, when I first had them. My family loves them. Uh, you know, it definitely, like you said, has that flavor of cotton candy. And there's sort of like the, you know, there's like a flavor of cotton candy that's out there and candy and yeah. stuff like that, that a lot of times, you know, like in blizzards, it's almost like maybe even a little too cloyingly sweet. This is a little bit more subtle. You could definitely taste the cotton candy, but maybe it's like it's it being in cream form, and then you got that vanilla cookie. Oh yeah, Jared, think, what a combo! Do we think the dunk? It'll take the dunk. <laughs> dunk it in the passion fruit. No, there's not. But yeah, I think this is. A I had a glass of passion fruit, perhaps. This is a fantastic, fantastic. Um, sorry, my wife. My wife just peeking her head in right there. You're on camera, Carrie. My wife. Oh, the cats are my wife. My wife. My my wife. She wants my wife. Anyway, um I I have said this to my wife and other people. I would I would lobby for this to be a regular Oreo flavor. Like you could buy this in the store at any time. That's how much I like this. So I mean I can see why you make that argument. I think it has a little bit more it's a little more special if you can't get it very often. Adam, That's what do you think? Opinion, though. Um, I like I it. Like I, um, I will say there, the perfect Oreo is a double stuff original Oreo. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as the, the golden ones go, I like it. It's yeah, it's sweet, but uh, totally fine. And I'd eat a few of them. So sure. Let's say yes. All right. Well, another. Wow. Let's let's say we, yes. We're yeah. All on the same scope page. dope. Scope dope. Yeah. No dissenting opinion so far. Yeah. Either that I mean, or that or we've had soft opinions that are easily swayed. Right. Okay. One chip, and then we move on to our next item. This is our last item, isn't it? Well, we've got more. Or do we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do shows work? All right. Palette's a little cleanse. This is going to be interesting. Um, this is Kellogg's brand Icy cereal. Inspired by Icy's best-selling oh. cherry and blueberry raspberry flavors, this new cereal utilizes an innovative ingredient that cools your mouth as you eat, imitating that familiar and refreshing first sip of an Icy. Kellogg's Icy cereal is the company's first summertime cereal to feature this cooling sensation. The cereal has a sweet, cooling feeling, leaving you craving more and transforming milk into a tasty, slurp-worthy treat. Yeah. So, so do, we, pop- do we need milk? Yeah, I was thinking, like, um, that would probably be helpful, but we're not doing that. It just says, for yeah. an even colder experience, place a bowl of icy. Oh, weird. This is what it says on the back. I'll read it again. For a place a bowl of icy cereal without milk in the freezer. Wait 30 minutes or more, wow. then add milk and enjoy the super chill crunch. I might have to do this. 
meant to do this. So it is, it is the coldest cereal in town, as, as so they call if, it. So, so as you recall, when we did our our wintertime treat, we got mm. that Elf on a Shelf cooling cereal. Yeah, and it wasn't that good, and the cooling sensation was barely there. So my, I suspect mm-hmm. that this will probably be the same way, but we'll find out. But you, Jared, you, I think you guys have to do the sniff test on this because yeah. I think that's where it all starts. Oh my god! I think I'm I'm properly recovered. So I I did your little chip palate cleanser after eating these sweet ass. Oreos, and that was a nightmare okay. scenario. Don't do that. Don't do that, kids. Yep. I had to reset. I don't with know some, if you're uh, going to get the entire Mountain experience. Dude. All right. So we've got cherry and blue good. raspberry flavors in the bag. <laughs> That's a good muzzle. You, here's you, here's what I'll say. I don't understand how they l- release this into wow. the public with that smell being what it is. It smells exactly like a freezy. It smells no. like they're freezy. That's it's it smells it like. Does. Cherry Robitussin. Well, I mean, that's a free, that's sort of like the base of what a freezy is. It's just not medicated. <sighs> Anyways. Yeah, you just might have to, you might, you might have too small of a bag. You're lucky. <laughs> I don't know that I'm getting any of that. I'm just getting like generic Kellogg's. This is cereal. a new TikTok trend. Jared's yeah, starting. Sniff icy cereal. Okay. So I'm going to, I personally going to eat I'm them trying, separately. I'm trying my I'm best here. Have the red first and the blue <laughs> after. Well, must be nice to so, see colors. Ha- Okay, I'm taking a pair of red and then a pair of blue. So here we go, cherry. Chip, I'm chipmunking it. Okay, a little bit of cooling. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a little bit of that. Uh, exactly what you want in a cereal for kids. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> Mentholy type. Get them started young. Okay, uh, hey, I'm moving on to the blue pieces. Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at that too. I have a purple one. Is that like a mix? Hmm. There's a couple of purple ones in here too. Interesting. Ugh. I'm not getting a lot of flavor off either one. Honestly. Maybe me, I don't really get a lot of flavor until the aftertaste. And it is not great. Okay, Adam, we'll start with you. I think I know where you stand. It's really bad. Um, it's actively bad, which a cereal should never be. Is that it? Uh, fuck you, Shane, for having us do this stupid test. Well, I'm going to say this. <laughs> I think this is, in terms of giving that cooling sensation, it's better than Elf on the Shelf. I thought the Elf on the Shelf cereal was, it had marshmallows that were hardly in there. It wasn't. You mean better as in like it's more effective? Yeah, like it's more cooling. Yeah, yeah, Um, sure. um, And I will also say that I don't, I don't think that you need to make a cereal based on an icy. It's a weird thing, right? But that being said, I mean, as a as as you know, trying to approximate that icy flavor in a cereal, I think they're they're in the ballpark in the sense like it's it's not just something totally random like i do get hints of like that cherry icy whatever but you know this this certainly isn't icy and there's you almost have you have that grain from this from the cereal that almost makes it creamy in your mouth so it's like very weird going on 
in your mouth. It's just a very weird sensation. So I would give it a scope. Nope. Um, more out of confusion and like, why was this made? Not pure disgust like Adam. So uh, Jared, you're next. Uh, this was <laughs> this was made just to get people like us to try it and give them marketing. This this has no redeeming qualities. It doesn't taste good. It doesn't smell like anything. Done. Maybe doing if you go tomorrow. through the, the labor of doing the whole freezer trick, All like right. they said, it's maybe interesting once. Well, gentlemen, we got a lot more cereal. That's my not a lot more cereal. A lot more foods to one. go. But the problem is, I started to cut this bad boy short. Got a little bit of situation. So yeah, how about we wrap it up? And we will be back another time with another show. Oh. What? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, Scope Faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then, send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing 612-21-SCOPE. That's 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying, Buenas tardes. Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope. Scope.